Hi everyone, this is Nicole. And this voice is Anna. And we are simply two friends who try to hit a record button in the midst of everything that the Lord is teaching us. Welcome to our podcast, Celebrating Taste Buds and Urine. It came from the valley of the shadow of death, literally for me and emotionally for Anna. Um, as we walk through it, we are learning how to choose life. So, how are we choosing life? <laughs> I'll speak for myself and kind of what um, God has been speaking to me. And I feel like over the past couple weeks that the Lord has asked me to give up some things that were false senses of comfort. And I, it started that way with just thinking it was a sense of comfort and then really, really realizing it was um, idle and almost an addiction was my phone and entertainment. And I do not say this to almost make anybody feel guilty or convicted over their phone. This is what the Lord was asking me to set aside for a little while. And so my whole church, it's not like a secret, I'm not boasting about this. We were doing a, a Daniel fast. And um, so we were giving up, honestly, good tasting food. Um, what we were left with was, you know, basically just whole foods and no meat or any sort of dairy um, products. And, you know, I was like, how is this going to really bless me? Like I'm not starving myself or, or doing any sort of like true fast. In, in, in fact, I thought more about food. So I thought this is not going to be effective. I'm consumed with like, okay, what can I eat every meal? And I prepared more, more meals than I had in the past. Um, Really, I was giving up the comfort of convenient food. <laughs> like, oh, we can just run through a drive-thru or coffee will wake me up and these kinds of things. And, you know, at first I was very consumed with, you know, what I was giving up. And about midway through the fast, I really had a breakthrough, like a, a true breakthrough that started with a breakdown. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I felt like I had so many brand new things that had just happened. Started school, started a new job, if you will. Um, but it really, you know, something in ministry that I, I feel like the Lord was calling me to, that our church also felt like I was called to. And so it was great things, so exciting, but somehow seemed because they came at the same time as school, a new uh, fast that had me making, you know, preparing these meals and also a new job that I, I felt like this is overwhelming, but nothing can, I don't want to remove anything. So, so what now, God? And I, with some miscommunication, um, really, I, I messed something up work. And I just, I felt like I failed myself and I failed my image. And I was like, Lord, what, this is, what, what is happening? And um, I had a team of people come around me and like, this is not a big deal, we got you. But I went home heavy hearted, like, Lord, what is going on? And I had the afternoon to my, I said, I had four hours to myself and I never have time to myself um, mm -hmm. in the, our like, home alone. And as I spent that time, the Lord gave me a couple hours of actual sleep and rest, which was so needed and then some spiritual rest. And he told me to slow down. And I was like, how God are you asking me 
sounded like a whole nother burden. How are you asking me to slow down mm-hmm. in a season you just ramped things up for me? And he prepared me. He told me things are going to, you know, you, I was in a season of rest after the baby and healing and all of those things. And now things are about to kick it up a notch. Like, and now you're telling me slow down. Like, God, I live in this world. Like, that would be nice. That sounds great. But what, how, God? Like, slow down what? And over the course of the next couple of days, man, the Lord just encouraged me and literally told me um, to get out of two of my classes. Um, so I'm only going to school full, or part-time now. Um, so there were some things that the Lord was like, this is where I want you to physically slow down with, um, you've taken on um, not too much. Because I'll be honest, we mamas can do lots and lots of things, but are we doing them with joy? And are mm-hmm. we doing them with peace? Or are these things robbing our peace, robbing our self-control? And and it was. It was robbing my peace. And so the Lord is like, do not give school your peace. You need to back down. And so I made the choice to back out of some classes. And then through the course of this, like slowing down and what God means when he means to slow down have been the, the noise around me so that I can hear him more clearly. And that came in the form of entertainment and the comfort of my phone, of social media. Instead of filling in the gaps of my life with picking up my phone when I was bored, when things got slow, it's like I just reached for it and to fill the time. And I sought to escape my life and my, my thoughts and the busyness with more noise and I was left un- unfulfilled I mean unsatisfied obviously who's getting satisfied from social media mm-hmm. who's getting filled up by social media or filled up with good things at least and so what does it mean to empty your life of the noise so that you can hear the Lord more clearly and you know I still have things on a to-do list and I still have things that are going on, but my spirit is learning, still learning to be still, be still before the Lord, to in the middle of doing something. It can be smack in the middle of doing something mm. and say, and, and learning like, this is, the, you know, the feelings that you feel. I feel anxious. I feel like this is a lot. I feel heavy right now. Stop even if it's for one timed minute, Mm -hmm. three minutes, five minutes, whatever you need to feel the Lord's presence. And so I have come to be in love with this carpet that is in (laughs) this teeny little carpet in my office that I would shut my eyes and just hand everything to the Lord every person on my mind, including my children mm-hmm. and my husband or the friend that just texted or the students that I love at our church so much. Big things, little things, uh, projects I have to do, cares, 
whatever, whatever burdens I'm carrying, anxieties, and just, I give this to you, God. I give it to you. And I receive your peace, your rest in the middle of the day. Um, I receive the beauty you put before me to show me that you are still mm-hmm. here. Um, I mean, looking out the window and just seeing like, man, there's more leaves on that tree than there was yesterday. And like enjoying these teeny little things of God's grace that are all around us. Um, I was reading this book and it was like, beauty is healing to us. If we look at something beautiful, it heals us. They say people who are in hospital rooms that have a view of nature tend to be on less medicine. I mean, there's like major statistics around it, but less medicine, heal faster, leave this hospital situation. Um, and so that's just God's grace. Like he gives us is like, the world isn't ugly. It's beautiful. There's beautiful things around us, beautiful sounds around us that if we can get, you know, in God's Mm. presence with something beautiful, it's healing, it's restoring to our soul. And so just those little things have brought me to a place where God is showing me he really does satisfy my soul. Mm -hmm. And he really, really does. He's really faithful. He really satisfies me. Like, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, when I walk away from the pause, I'm not like, that wasn't long enough. That wasn't, you know, um, I don't carry that because I didn't walk away from the Lord after that. Mm -hmm. I brought him with me. And I know that he just wants to walk united step in step with me in everything and it's so easy to say that like yeah God wants to be part of my everything like my homework I'm gonna bring God with me but when I'm in it that will consume my mind so taking a pause in the middle of it to reorient my heart and my mind and let him renew them renew my mind renew my heart to be fixated on him this is why this is why I want to be healthy this is why I want to do school is because I want to honor him with my life. I want I want to to know that I love him back. You know, so it it's nothing. It's not about what I'm doing anymore to me. It's not like did I get all my schoolwork done? Am I a good student? Did I do all these things on the list? Um, am I am I good at this? It's like I'm not seeking validation in the things I'm doing, but only seeking to be satisfied in the presence of God. And all the other things seem to just be clicking in. You know, all of these things will be added unto you. So letting those things consume my mind and then giving God my leftovers was just leaving me so empty. Mm. And so flipping it to like, Lord, I want you and I want more of you. And then I want to give you all of this. Somehow, like... He's adding the things into my life. Um, So it's so funny how like I feel so joyful and at peace and um, like more than I've ever been. And I just, I don't want that to end. Like I Mm -hmm. don't want to ever be like that was enough. I can go back to my old life. Like this is it. This is... You know, this, um, I hope that I can listen back on this podcast one day and say, like, 
And I'm still taking those pauses and I'm still giving anything and everything and everyone to the Lord in my life. So, yeah, that's just what God's been doing for me and not for you. It reminds me a lot when you shared about the nature, how beauty is healing and how, you know, the creation is beautiful for a reason. So um, there is this new movie. It's an animated movie called Encanto. Mm -hmm. And there is an, a small part of the movie where the youngest little boy, Antonio, he's getting his gift that everyone has in the family. And when he opens the door to his room, this room is like, this is my favorite part of the movie where I just <laughs> lose it and I, I cry because it's this room is like a... A woods like jungle that is filled with this beautiful creation with this big tree in the middle and all of those beautiful birds and other animals and it's just there is this beautiful music and all this creation is just celebrating him and this uh, cheetah is just carrying Antonio through this on the top of this tree and it's just such a beautiful moment of this child stepping into his gifting and destiny and this whole creation celebrating it with him. And for me, it's, isn't this like a child of God that, you know, when we step into our true gifting, through identity work, it's time, you know, we receive what God has given us and we agree with it. And this, like, we should be on alert because the whole universe, the whole world, the cre creation around us is aware and is like it's it's celebrating us and it's alert to like into it's in tune with God. Yes. It's amazing. Like we see beauty because like Jesus is the most beautiful thing. And it's mm -hmm. like when we behold, when we look at Jesus, we get healed. Mm -hmm. And then when we look at everything God created. Like, shouldn't it bring restoration to us? Because mm. it reminds us who Creator is. It yeah. points us to the Creator. Wow. So that's so beautiful. And um, with you sharing your life and what you're experiencing with the Lord, it makes me want to do what you do, <laughs> really. Because... It encourages me to seek after God more, mm -hmm. to pursue the Lord, to lay myself down, to... I know, like, I've been just so mouthy about, I need to die to myself. Like, I need to die daily. That Have I done that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. And it's, it's so... We can talk. Like, I can talk a lot. I can make podcasts about things. I can write things down. I can be so vocal about what the Lord is teaching me. But when it comes to following through with what the Lord has given me with those pearls, I feel like I never am faithful to stick with it and to be like, okay, now let's, let's like it, let it bloom. Now let's my life blossom in it. But instead, it's like, okay, I'm going to just put it in the box. And then maybe sometime later, it's going to come back to life. So it's like, I repent. Like, I need to confess that I've been just so overthinking things. Like, I've been overthinking my religion, my faith, my um, 
my theology, I mean, like the existence of God, it's like almost like when you're not dwelling on the goodness of God, you're prone to just overthink other things. Mm. <laughs> so I felt like that's what my mind has been doing of like, is this really true? Like, is there another explanation to things? Like, is is this legit? Like, am I just stupid? And the devil is so crafty mm. to just hold that little doubt and make it into a grip where like it's almost then hard to get out of it because you feel like you have your adult pants on and you're like oh but i need to to just you know find explanation to rationalize things and in this moment the holy spirit is like i did not call you to overthink things mm. i've called you to be a child mm. like to be like a child just believe believe that's not nothing else is asked um lord i just want to lay that down <laughs> overthinking and rationalizing and being smart you know i'd rather like i choose to be stupid in the world's eyes <laughs> yes. because that's that's all that matters so thank you god thank you about thank you for that can i say one thing before yes that? please well, i was just gonna say um I feel like that's what the beauty of community is, is that mm. we come together and because on our own, we don't see that like, maybe I've been overthinking this because we're in our own brain and then we come together and you have encouraged me and then you're saying I've encouraged you right back. And I, I think that's the other piece is just like, we trick ourselves sometimes into thinking like we can walk alone and, and like, when I said the Daniel fast thing and then like I hesitate because I'm like, you don't brag about fasting. It's not a boast. Our whole church did it. But you know, it kept me accountable was my whole church did it and my husband was doing it. And so there were times of weakness where I'm like, for sure, I really want to just sprinkle cheese on top of these vegetables and make them taste better. But I know my husband is sticking with it. And I know the people that, like my community, the people are also doing this and I want to see the faithfulness of God. And then I was hearing, you know, the Lord speaking to other people through their fast. And I'm like, I'm waiting, Lord. I'm like waiting for what you want to teach me in this because I was whole, I was new. I could hold out longer because somebody else was hearing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. So knowing that like you're about to share and I, I, you shared a little bit into to me before, but you were encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. And so that like, I know like the crafty scheme of the devil is don't share because it sounds like you're bragging, Nicole, when you say you, like, that's your intimate time with the Lord. Don't tell people that you pause and take time for him. That sounds like you're bragging. Mm-hmm. And that's where I wanted to go. But in the same way, if we don't share how God is actually changing us and what we're, you know, like what's changed not only about us and like how great God is, but like, hey, these are some tools that got me there or got me to a place of recognizing or repentance. Trust me, it was not rag worthy, <laughs> the, what God, the conviction I was having 
in my journal, the things that I was writing down, mm. you know, showing, why do you show up to social media, Nicole? And I was writing down because if I portray my life as happy, maybe I will feel more happy mm. and things like that. Wow. So it's, you know, like you can share the good pieces, but the, the truth is it took something to get there. And so to share amongst friends and to see like this, um, this real walk with a real God takes account, real accountability and real community to be like, I'm going to show you the goodness of God in, portrayed in my life, but I'm also going to be honest about who I am so that not only he gets the glory, but like what has changed, how has he changed me? Because I can say that's where I was that's not where he left me. And so the Lord saw my heart and, and showed me the dark parts of it, mm-hmm. not to condemn me, but to say, I have something so much better, so much more healing, so much more satisfying for you. So I know if I can share, hey, if you're showing up to social media because that's where you think community is, but you're walking away feeling like you're bearing the, the weight of a thousand friends' hardships. You're not alone, but that's not the life that you that is satisfying in the Lord. So anyway, I, I just love you. I'm thankful that you showed up to bear your heart in front of people, but in front of me and be community with me to see God in a more, even more beautiful way today. So mm. but how has God... Um, how are you choosing life? How is God showing up in your, in your life? It's literal <laughs> about choosing life. Um, first, like I love you too, <laughs> so thank you so much for that. And I would like to share something that the Lord has been speaking to me this past few weeks, and it's the word honor. Um, I have been going through the immigration process with its final, like, finals of it and its citizenship in the United States. And this was one of the things that I loathed. And I told God that I never, ever want to become a United States citizen. I pride myself in being Ukrainian. I pride myself in being loyal to my country, being loyal citizen. I have a Vyshevanka, which is this Ukrainian national shirt that I honestly never wear, even though my mom made it for me. I have actually two of those. And I, you know, love Ukrainian. I speak Ukrainian. I love Ukrainian songs, I, which I hardly listening now to Ukrainian worship songs, you know, like, but I used to be so prideful about my own country that I, well, first I said, I'll never marry America and I'll never go to that country. I'll never be associated with those people. And the final straw, I'll never be an American citizen. Even if I go there, I'll never do this because only traitors do that. Mm. So I found myself doing the very thing that I told myself and everyone around me and ultimately to the Lord that I would never do. 
So through all of this citizenship process, I only now can see how God has been gracious to me, even though I feel like I've been constantly spitting in the Lord's face with like, oh, okay, you know, like, where is my green card, God? Where is my this status, God? Where is my this status? Which basically has been just landing on a plate for me with my husband doing a, a ton of, like, load of work with other people helping with just... Um, immigration service has been so gracious to me and then in the very last um, points before the door was fully open to become a citizen I was like okay this is gonna be easy where's my citizenship you know where is my whatever um, and I didn't get it the very first time when I showed up to the interview they said oh we canceled it because we don't have your file here so you'll have to come back sometime later and it was about six months that I was just anxiously waiting when it's gonna come and I was so entitled that I felt like I deserve this mm -hmm. I need this I'm gonna sue them if they're not gonna give me that citizenship because I deserve it mm -hmm. this is my rightful citizenship and the Lord was showing me just no it's not mm -hmm. and in fact you didn't want it mm -hmm. you hated it mm -hmm. you just shout it away every time mm -hmm. so when just I think a week ago was just my final interview and when I came to it the the, the officer told me where's your husband you know you don't you cannot have an interview without when you're until your husband shows up and in that moment the Lord just told me are you gonna be a selfish entitled person or are you gonna see this is an opportunity and an honor mm. that I'm giving you. Wow. You know, Paul could have renounced his Roman citizenship because he'd be like, oh, Romans crucified Jesus Christ, my Lord, so I don't want to associate myself with those people ever again. Like, boom. But by Roman citizenship, mm. um, he could be just, you know, a Jew, <laughs> a good Pharisee Jew. But instead, he boasted about his Roman citizenship and he considered it an honor and a privilege, which saved his butt multiple times, actually, from his death and punishment. So the Lord was just showing me that other people are begging for this. And in just all of my reasoning with God was just equaling zero all the time. And I just got myself in the moment where I was like, Lord, you know, I will be honored now if you give me this citizenship. Mm. Now I see that it's an honor and a privilege to be this because it's not for me. It's not for me to have this navy blue fancy passport that will allow me to travel wherever I want mm. and to boast, like snap a picture on social media and be like, yay! with American flag on the background, you know. But instead, it's an opportunity for the kingdom of God mm -hmm. that I've never had before. Wow. Like, who wow. knows what God wants to do now? The door is open. And as long as I agree with the Lord, wherever the Lord is taking me and my family, this is, you know, if I, I'm not proud if I receive it, this is it. This eases the load on so many people around me. Yeah. So this my. It is my honor <laughs> from the moment, from the point where I just felt completely like 
if I ever do this, I will be a traitor to the point of if I ever, if the Lord ever gives this to me, this is going to be my honor. Wow. It's a, it's a long journey, but I know that God can unravel the most stubborn heart mm. and mine is stubborn. So like that, that was the, the first part of the word honor mm. for me. And the second one was with my children and I have three kids and it can seem like, well, you have four <laughs> and it's for, for, from the side, it can seem like this is such a, like a, a good, joyful thing, like, <laughs> like supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. um, delightful thing. But for me, honestly, I've never enjoyed being pregnant. Mm. <laughs> and it's a big confession that doesn't need to be pitted on, like, excuse, where it's like, of course, the pregnancies are difficult and your feet swell and you throw up <laughs> and you misshape and, <laughs> like, you lose hair and you lose teeth and, like, all of this and your hormones are out of rage. But... It's not about it. It's about being grateful for the opportunity and honor. And even, like, it took me up to this point, like, after three children and then having come to realization that I wrecked my body with my own mind, Mm -hmm. like, my physical body, that now it's not in a good place as it used to be to host a baby. Um, Like... Only now I'm realizing how much for granted I've taken the the opportunity of getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, it's it's easy. <laughs> like, boom. And uh, then just, oh, I'm just going to stick it through for nine months and just grieve through it. And just then there's going to be a baby and it's all worth it. And I feel like I've been told that multiple times, like it's like you 40 years of, you know, of wandering in the desert and then it's like your promised land. And it's like, has God really called me to have it those 40 weeks, like 40 years of desert? Or are those 40 years like turned to the year of Jubilee? <laughs> like, it's absolutely different perspective. And my husband was the one who really the Lord spoke through. To me and he said you know I've never seen you like dancing with your belly you know and rubbing your belly and praying over it I've never seen you do it like I've never seen you rejoicing and praying over a child and like being and like embracing it with joy and being in tune with the Holy Spirit who is the ultimate life giver and learning from the Holy Spirit and I realized that for me it was always like a thing that I need to just to walk through and be done and I like even after three children I I wasn't there yet like I was scared of like oh what if what what if I'm gonna get pregnant again (laughs) what is it gonna be oh my gosh um but it was such a a selfish just justifying perspective Mm. it's like well yes there is real physical things that happen to my body 
but what are they in comparison to the opportunity in honor of hosting life? Mm. Like, there's going to be another human with a soul that's going to come into the world. What would you give for that? Mm. And uh, the Lord brought to my mind the scripture in Luke chapter 4 about, you know, the angel coming to Mary and um, just sharing, you know, you're blessed among women and you're going to conceive a child and the one that's born is going to be the son of God. And then, you know, Mary replies, I am the servant of God and let it happen according to your will. Let it be to me, unto me as you wish. And I always somehow thought that she just, you know, submits herself and she's so humble and there's this halo that she's about to take on. But what the Lord showed me that Mary's response was not the response of submission. Mary's response was the response of honor. Mm. Like, I'm so honored right now. Like, Please, Lord, I beg you, please let it be done according to your will to me. Mm. Please, Lord. And I feel like what, that's what the Lord was telling me. If you really knew what it means, if you really knew what I'm giving to you, you'd be begging, like, mm. please let it happen to me. Wow. Please let it happen to me. Wow. But instead... I consider it as a submission. Like, how can I submit to honor? It's it's never was meant to be that way. Mm. Like, it's it's an honor to to host life. It's an honor to even to be touched by God in that way. So I know that you know there was one moment for me with the Lord, and like I just. I what the only thing that I was able to say was Lord if you ever give me another child it will be my honor mm. to carry the child and to be pregnant so I can hear our kids on the background <laughs> it's an honor to be their mom yeah <laughs> oh, it's so good we're yeah. having a good time do you feel like you have something else I don't, I don't think so. I think I'm still, um, I'm still reflecting and I really do want to be slow to speak. And in that, like, I, I don't want to rush saying something. I don't want to rush something that even is for me and not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and to speak before I'm actually letting something sink in. Like the Lord is such an like changing my heart and my mindset and in the process like I'm so in the process that I'm like um I, what's awesome is I'm still encouraged in the process of not arriving like I'm, I'm not there yet I'm not arrived I hope I never be I'm ever arrived but I'm saying like um I want more clarity I want I want the Lord to um to show me more to show me more and so in that like I I don't want to speak on any more than I, I feel like he's already told me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fill in the void of what he um, is still doing, still in the process of doing. So, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I am encouraged. I am so excited. I, I know the Lord has told me that, um, 
and I was praying over the students um, in our church and, and what's going on there and the transition. And the Lord just said, like, I am breathing life mm. into that ministry. And so I've, I've had a lot of peace and freedom of, like, thinking that there's something I'm going to do that's going to fill that void. The Lord is already breathing His mm. life. So, um, so that's encouraging. Like, I've, I've been very encouraged um, to step in into things even though I feel a little unprepared because I know the Lord has gone before me. He's not going to leave me in the process. Um, he's not going to leave me when the process is over um, yeah. with that. Whatever, you know, it's so I feel a lot of peace that he's going to do a mighty work and I'm going to get to be a part of it and going to get to witness the mighty work he does. So um, I'm encouraged. I'm just quieting my, my spirit. Well, thank you so much for listening to us, and we hope that this blessed you. And please feel free to, if this really blessed you, like, please feel free to reach out to us and to let us know, because this is going to build up our faith to you, and we'll be really honored to yes. hear from you. So true. So, so true. We don't need that to keep going, but man, it's so good. It, it does It does feel so good to, to know that somebody else is encouraged and the Lord's speaking to somebody else, so. Yeah. Alrighty. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye.